What's up everyone? Welcome back to Spark Talk. Today I'll be going over my predictions for this upcoming NFL season. Uh, today I'll be by myself because Houston and my schedules didn't really link up. So he will. So Houston will do his uh, season predictions tomorrow, and I will. And then we should meet back up on Wednesday or Thursday morning to uh, do the predictions for Week One this week. So. So the way I like to do my season predictions is I like to go division by division and then start from the worst team in that division and work my way up to who I think is going to win that division. Uh, and then after I get through the divisions, uh, I will go into the yearly my predictions for the yearly awards, like who's going to win MVP, Rookies of the Year, and stuff like that. Excuse me. And then I'll go into the playoffs and tell you who I think is going to win the Super Bowl this year and who's going to make runs in the playoffs and stuff. So with that out of the way, uh, I'll start in the AFC North. And the last place team in the AFC North uh, that I have is the Cincinnati Bengals. I have them going 6-10. and 10. Uh, Really like their offense this year. The question is their defense, and I think their defense is going to hold them back from making a really good turnaround season. I think Cincinnati's ceiling is like a 9-7. Maybe they get in, maybe they get that 7 seed uh, this year, which this year the playoffs are different. Uh, you have 7 teams instead of 6 teams. And the uh, top seeds for e- the top seeds for, from each conference uh get the bye week instead of the first two seeds that's just the top seeds uh that get the bye week this week or bye week this year in the playoffs so i can see cincinnati uh making it to that seven spot uh i think that's going to be their peak but realistically i see them around six and ten i think their defense is going to hold them back this year i really do i'm just not a big fan of their defense i think they need another year to rebuild that secondary and rebuild that linebacking core. And then next year, I think they'll be able to pull off uh, maybe a run in the playoffs or maybe get back to the playoffs uh, in the 2021 season. So the third team I have is a third team in the AFC North I have is uh, the Steelers. I have them going nine and seven. Uh, the big question for me with them this year is, can they stay he- healthy? Uh, James Conner got banged up a lot last year, and we all know about Big Ben uh, missing out the whole season. So the question is, can they stay healthy? Uh, we saw how great of a coach Mike Tomlin was last year, uh, being able to go 9-7. I think it was with having Mason Rudolph as your primary quarterback and then having Doug Hodges come in in some games. Uh, so... I think they'll be around that 9-7, 10-6 area this year just because of how good of a coach uh, Mike Tomlin is. But the but the only thing I see holding back Pitt this year is if Big Ben isn't fully healthy uh, or if he's regressed a lot. Uh, let's not forget he's in his 16th, uh, coming up in his 16th year. And he's an older quarterback and he's taking a lot of hits. So I want to see how much he's regressed or if he's regressed at all uh, coming off this injury. Uh, so my biggest question for the pit 
it's 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 if they can stay healthy uh, this year. Their defense is going to be phenomenal. Their defense was a top five defense last year. Uh, the question is whether they can stay healthy on the offensive end. Uh, so I have them going nine and seven uh, this year. Uh, I have Cleveland in the second spot in the AFC North. I had them going eleven and five. Uh, I really, there's really no excuses for them this year. Uh, I think they should be around this or ten and six this year, eleven and five or ten and six this year. Uh, their offensive talent is phenomenal. Austin Hooper, Odell, uh, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. If uh, and then they got Baker Mayfield, which he should have been during this offseason studying film and getting ready for the for this upcoming season. Uh, he should have had a lot of time to study film, especially with the pandemic and everything. Uh, because last year, the problem was, it looked like he didn't really study film. It looked like he, uh, Baker Mayfield was busy doing too many commercials, uh, not really paying it, not really studying and working on his craft in the off season. So hopefully this season, he can make that comeback splash and uh, comeback splash season and get back and get even better than we, than what he was in his rookie year. Because we know the defense is going to be there. The question is uh, whether Baker Mayfield can step uh, can improve on his, what he did his rookie year and not falter like he did last year. So I have them going 11-5 because I think Baker Mayfield is going to make that jump uh, this year. Uh, he, should, he should at least. So I have them going 11-5. This year, and I have I have the Baltimore Ravens win the AFC North at twelve and four, uh, a little bit less than last, a little bit of a regression from last year, but it's hard to duplicate a fourteen and two season like they did and go on a 14, 14 game win streak. Uh, and it, it's just hard to do that. Uh, I think they got better on the defensive end this year, and Calais Campbell uh, was a huge uh, was a huge get for them. And uh, and they basically got everybody back this off season, uh, which is a which is a huge help, especially when after a team goes fourteen and two, uh, and they did not lose their offensive coordinator, which I was kind of worried about with them this off season. Uh, if somebody was going to offer him a head coaching job, would he accept it? And uh, I don't and I don't think anybody offered him one. So Lamar can get back into his that uh system for a second straight year and he can improve on that system and become even a better player uh in that system and that scheme too and that's why I think they're going to be uh division cha- uh division champs this year. They got better on the uh defensive side which they were already really good at. And now you got uh, your young offense getting acclimated into their second year into the in, into a system. So I'm expecting big things for uh, I'm expecting big things from uh, the Ravens this season. So that's why I have them win the division going 12 and four. Uh, so kind of recap the division. I got Cincinnati at six and ten. I got the Steelers at nine and seven. I got Cleveland at eleven and five, and I got Baltimore at 12 and four. Alright, so we're going to move on to the AFC South, uh, and I have Jacksonville, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars going 3-13, uh, uh, 
I'm just not a big fan of Jacksonville this year. Uh, there's not much. They've lost a lot of their talent on both sides of the football. Uh, I like their receiving core a lot, which I don't know why draft analysts label, label that a weak spot. I, I love their receiving core. DJ Chart, D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole, uh, Leviscus Chanel, uh Chris Conley. They got a, they got a solid uh, receiving core, and... Uh, they got with well, Nassau. They got a really good receiving core. Uh, the question is, where in that Gardner Minshew is going to play, like play or elevate his game, or if or if he's going to be the same player as he was last year. Uh, I think I'm I'm just hoping he doesn't run into that same problem that Baker Mayfield did uh, with all the media attention and everything like that. And I'm hoping he's able to improve on what he did, but I just don't see it. Uh, they got worse on the defensive end. They got worse on the offensive end, and I think I think Jacksonville is going to be in a prime spot to take uh, either Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence this offseason and or this this up uh, this next offseason. Uh, the and I just I just don't see Jacksonville doing much this year, so I have them going th- uh, three and thirteen. Uh, I have the Houston Texans in the third spot. I have them going five and eleven. Uh, I'm just not, uh, with them turning away DeAndre Hopkins, uh, basically Deshaun Watson's bailout guy, uh, I think it's going to hurt them a lot, uh, because their, their offensive line is terrible, it's atrocious, it is, uh, not good at all, and it's just... Uh, and he can't. He doesn't have anybody to bail him out. Uh, his Sean Watson doesn't have anybody to bail him out anymore. And uh, and I don't really see them doing much this year. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think Deshaun is gonna get them five wins. That's what I have their total at right now. Is five wins. And like he's a, which is phenomenal that a quarterback can win you five games. And that I think he'll do that. They don't have a great defense, or the defense is one of the worst in the league. They got a couple good players like JJ Watt. Uh, when he, uh, when, uh, they have a, they got they got some good de- uh, players on defense. It's just I don't their schemes doesn't work. Uh, there's no reason this defense should be uh, middle of the pack, uh, bomb of the league every year. But some, for some reason it is. Uh, and I just I just don't see much from Houston this year, especially with uh, some of the talent they've lost over the last couple years, and then. Deshaun Watson losing his primary target, a person who bailed him out on a lot of things last year. And so I want to see how Deshaun Watson does. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be fine. The question is, I don't think the team around him is good enough to good enough to make it back to the playoffs. So uh, so the uh, second team I have in the South, or the runners-up in the South, I have the Tennessee Titans. I have them going 9-7. Uh, it's it's what they were last year, I think nine and seven. Uh, they squeaked into the uh, wild card round. Uh, so I don't really see much anything different from them, except maybe another year in the offense. But I want to see how Ryan Tannehill does. I don't. I was not impressed with Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs uh, last season, and I want and that kind of scares me from giving them the division win that. Everybody wants to give them. Uh, Derrick Henry really carried that team, and and Kansas City looked like they got uh, 
they found a recipe for success against him uh, because he did nothing in the AFC Championship. So I want to see if I think teams are going to catch on and start stacking people into the box uh, and forcing Ryan Tannehill to beat them, which I like their uh, I like the Titans receiving core. I love AJ Brown. I think he's phenomenal. He should he should have never dropped into the second round. Uh, Adam Humphrey's really good slot receiver, really good route runner. Uh, I really like Corey Davis. Uh, I like Johnny Smith. The, uh, the question is, is Ryan Tannehill, can he stay healthy? He's had injury issues in the past. And also, can he improve what he did last year and not falter like he did, uh, falter like he did, into, like he did in the playoffs? That's going to be my big thing with him is him not faltering and him improving what he did last year. I think they're going to be around the 9-7, and 10-6. and six. Uh their defense is, I really like their defense. The question is, can Ryan Tannehill uh, put them over the hump and get them to one of the best, uh, and get them into one of the best teams in the league, or is he just going to keep them average if he doesn't have a good year this year? And that's what I'm afraid of, is he's just going to be average, and they're not going to improve on what they did last year. So I had the Colts. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts winning the AFC South at 11 and five. Uh, I really like what they did this offseason. They committed to a similar style of offense to Baltimore, a ground and pound offense, which I think is going to, going to pay uh, some big dividends for the Indianapolis Colts because their offensive line, I think everybody knows, is probably the best in the league. You had Jonathan Taylor. You have Marlon Mack, uh, and that that's just I think that's going to be a deadly uh, two punch combo there this season. And then you have Philip Rivers, who's going to be very similar to what Kirk Cousins was last year, playing a lot off the play action and not forcing stuff down the field. Uh, so I think we're going to see a very similar team. Uh, I think Indianapolis is going to be very similar to what Minnesota was last year. Uh, they got the receivers, they got the, uh, they got the tight ends. The question, uh, the only, I think, question is how good is the defense going to be? Uh, the defense has improved the last couple of years, but can they continue to improve? Can they continue to, uh, work their way up into a top 10 defense? Cause I think they got really good players on that defense. They added DeForest Buckner this year. They have, uh, Darius Leonard. Uh, they added Xavier Rhodes, who, we can see if we can have a bounce back season this year. Uh, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if uh, how their defense plays. But I think their offense is going to be fine, and I think their defense is going to be around middle of the pack like they were the last couple of years. So that's why I have the Colts at eleven five. I have them winning most of their division games, and I have them uh, winning a couple of key games in the season. So. Because uh, of because ma- of matchups and stuff, because there's a lot of teams that they face that have really deadly pass rushes, but their offensive line is so good that I don't think it will be an issue against those teams. So uh, I really like I really like the Colts uh, this upcoming season, especially with uh, with the style of offense they're doing, very similar to uh, what Minnesota did last year. All right, so 
Uh, I'll be all right. So we're on the AFC East now, and I had the Miami Dolphins finishing in last place uh, at a four and twelve, uh, at a four and twelve record. And I just don't see much from them this year. Uh, I thought they improved. I think they got a lot of young talent, uh, a lot of inexperienced talent on their team. So my question with Miami is, when are they going to put Tua in? And when are they going to bench uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? And that's the main question. Ryan Fitzpatrick did not play well last year for him, and they're going to continue to start him this year. Uh so I really, I'm really interested to see. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. The uh, question, in, the question is for for Miami is, uh, can their young talent get better? Can they improve? And I don't think they're going to be good. I don't think anybody's expecting much from them. I'm not. I have them at four and twelve. But can uh, but can they improve and get better? And then maybe in 2021 they make a jump. Uh, maybe get maybe signs of the playoffs in 2021. Uh, so I, my Miami, I think they just got to improve on their young talent this year. Uh, I don't think four and twelve is a bad record for them. I think it's, I think it'd be a fine record, and especially if they get a high draft pick in next year's draft. They can go after a uh, a elite skill player. They can go after a very good defensive player. Uh, so I I, I like Miami in the long run. I just don't like them this season. Uh, so I have the Jets, uh, in the third spot, I have them going five and 11. And my issue with the Jets is offensive line. Uh, how well is the offensive line going to be this year? Uh, and can Adam Gase actually win you help you, uh, can win you games? Can he win you a game as a head coach? I am not fond of, uh, Adam Gase at all. I, don't think he's that good of a head coach, and I think it's going to hurt Sam Darnold because I I really like Sam Darnold. I think he's a really good quarterback. Uh, I just think he's stuck in a bad system with a bad head coach, and I think it's going to hurt him. Their defense, I think, is going to be solid. I think their defense was middle of the pack last year. Uh, I really like some of their young talent on that defense. Uh, I really like uh, uh, what's his name. I forgot, uh, Greg Williams, uh, former Cleveland interim head coach, and then uh, everybody knows him from uh, the New Orleans uh, scandal where he was paying players to injure, injure other players and stuff. So, like, Greg Williams, besides, uh, besides all the New Orleans stuff, he's a really good defensive coordinator, and uh, their defense is going to be, I think, solid this year. The question is, how is Adam Gates' offense going to run? Uh, and that's uh, and th- that's the big question I have for them. I don't think it's going to work out well for the Jets. I think Adam Gates is going to. I think Adam Gates could be a, a mid-season casualty uh, this upcoming year. Uh, so that's why that's the reason I have them at five eleven. Nothing, nothing to do with Sam Darnold. Nothing to do with uh, their defense. It, I think it all has to do with Adam Gase, and that's that's why I have them at five and eleven. So I have New England going eleven and five, finishing in second place in the division. And yeah, I I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a weird start of the season for them. I think it's gonna be weird getting 
Cam Newton acclimated to a such a sophisticated offense and a, such a sophisticated scheme and team that Bill Belichick runs. So I I, I would I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, New England does, and they can do a very similar to what they did in Carolina with Cam, where uh, you can get Cam out on the run and use some of it, use the running backs, which I really like. I like uh, James White. I like Sonny Michelle. So you can start utilizing them in better ways with Cam Newton's running ability, and then they can open up stuff in the passing game with Julian Edelman. Such a he's a great route runner, and then you have Nikhil Harry, uh, who I think is going to be a r- really good player if he can stay healthy. Uh, so. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to seeing what I, uh, the Patriots do this year uh, with Cam Newton, and I think they're going to do well. I really do. I think they're going to uh, get into the playoffs. The question is, uh, how good is Cam Newton going to be in his first year there, especially with such a hard system to learn in New England? Uh, we know their deep, or know their defense. Uh, New England's defense is going to be really good. Uh, but they do have the they, they do have some questions uh, with their pass rush a little bit, but their defense is going to be a top five defense again this year. The question is, how is Cam Newton going to get acclimated into this New England offense? And I think he's going to get acclimated well enough to where they can make it to the playoffs uh, at a and get a, an eleven and five record. So I have the Bills winning the AFC East. At eleven and five, uh, I really like. I really love uh, the Bills' defense. Uh, the AFC East is a division of defenses. Uh, you have two top ten defenses with the Bills and the Patriots, and then you have uh, two middle of the pack defenses with uh, the Jets and the uh, Dolphins. Who Jets and Dolphins don't really have uh, much on defense there. Uh, on both of those, I didn't have a star player, so it's very impressive what they're able to do and get into the middle of the pack what they do. So this this division's a bunch of uh, defensive-minded uh, teams, and I think the defense is going to carry uh, Buffalo again this year and in improving Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's going to uh, improve a lot this year. I really like what I saw from him last year. He took a big jump last year, and I think he's going to take a big jump this year. Uh, I love the addition of Stefan Diggs, and uh, that, and he goes along with uh, Josh Allen's arm and what uh, Josh Allen loves to do and throw it down the field, and yeah, and I, I just really like this Bills team. I really do. I, I, lo- I love the skill positions that they got. I love John Brown. I love Stefan Diggs. Cole Beasley's a really solid player. Uh, I like Dawson Knox. I like Tyler Croft at tight end. Uh, I think they're solid, the okay tight ends, and I think Josh Allen is going to take a big jump this year. And let's not let's not forget uh, Devin Singletary uh, and Zach Moss. Who uh, I like Zach Moss. I thought he was pretty solid. He looked a little bit slow for me on film, uh, but I think he could be a really good power back for him. And you can have a uh, change of pace with uh, Devin Singletary, who played phenomenal last year. Uh, in a similar circumstance with uh, being that change of pace with uh, Frank Gore. Uh, when Frank Gore was the power back and you had the change of uh, pace with uh, Devin Singletary. So that's going to be uh, 
a fun uh, backfield to watch there in Buffalo. And then, like I said before, their defense is phenomenal. So top 10 defense, maybe top 5 defense. And their defense is going gonna, is gonna to be a big help for them. And then I think you're improving Josh Allen's going to get them over the hump and win the division this year at 11-5. So kind of repeat. Uh, I'll repeat the South. I don't think I'll repeat the South. So the AFC South, I have Jacksonville going 3-13. and 13. Uh, the Texans going five and eleven, the Colts going nine and seven, and then uh, the Titans going nine and seven, and then the Colts going eleven and five, win the division, and then to the AFC East. Uh, to recap that, uh, I have Miami going four and twelve, uh, the Jets going five and eleven, the Patriots going eleven and five, and then Buffalo also going eleven and five, but winning the division. So we'll get on to the AFC East, or AFC West. And I have the Denver Broncos finishing in last place with a five and eleven record. Uh, I really like their team. I think the question is how good is their offensive line going to be, and how good is Vic Vangio uh, going to be in the second year? Older coaches usually don't do that well uh, in the league, and he did. I thought he did really well last year. The question is how is that going to translate into this year? Uh, like I love, I really like their skill position. I really like their offense. Uh, I really like Drew Locke. He really impressed me last year. I was not high on him going uh, going into last year, and he really changed my mind on how he played. Uh, they got a really good running back core, uh, phenomenal running back core at that. You have Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, and Royce Freeman, and then their receiving core is really good. You have uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, really good speed threat in KJ Hamler. And they also have uh, probably the fastest tight end duo maybe in NFL history with uh, Albert O from Missouri, uh, the rookie they picked up. And then also they got Noah Fant. So their offense is going to be – I think their offense is going to be fun to watch. Uh, I think the question comes down to is how good is the offensive line going to be? Is, is it going to protect Drew Locke? Is it going to hold up for him? And I don't think it will in some games. I think some games is going to hurt them. Uh, and I think their inexperience is going to hurt them just a tad bit. Uh, their defense is going to be really good regardless. The question is, how is the inexperience on the offensive end going to hurt them? I think it's going to hurt them in some games. So I, I, think, I think Denver is going to be around the five, five to seven wins. This season and maybe in 2021, like some of these other teams I mentioned, uh, like Cincinnati uh, or Miami, I think they can make that jump in 2021. But this season, I think they're going to smooth out some rough patches so the next year they can uh, be a playoff team. So uh, so I have Las Vegas. Uh, I have the Raider, Las Vegas Raiders, which is still weird to say. Uh, going to seven to nine, I think this team's going to be the most fun team to watch uh, this season. I really, really, really like uh, what they have on the uh, offensive end. Uh, their defense is still an issue uh, for me, but like I just, I really like what they have on the offensive end. I think their offensive. Uh, their offensive firepower is going to be fun to watch. You have uh, you have a you have a really solid offensive line in Oakland, and then you add Henry Ruggs, uh, Brian Edwards. Uh, you have Hunter Renfro. Uh, you have Lynn Bolden. 
Uh, and then to add to that, you have Josh Jacobs in the backfield and Jalen Richard, one of the best uh, receiving backs in the league. So they their offense is going to be really uh, fun to watch. They got Darren Waller and Jason Witten. Their their offense is going to be fun. Their question is their defense. Their defense is not good. Uh, they added Nick Kukowski, who I think he's going to be very solid for them. Uh, but I don't know how their defense is going to hold up. Their defense is young. Uh, you have a lot of you have a lot of uh, one year uh, one year pros to uh, two uh, one to two year pros starting on the uh, uh, defense, and I think some of that inexperience is going to hurt them in some key games. So that's why I have them going seven to nine. I think they're just going to miss out due to the inexperience on the defense. Uh, so. I had the Chargers going eight and eight, being the runners up in the division. Uh, yeah, I think the Chargers are going to be uh, a weird team this year. I, I really, I, I think everybody can agree they're uh, their their team is really good outside of the quarterback position. Uh, I'm real. I think I think Tyra's going to hold them back a little bit this year. Uh, because he plays it too safe, almost. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. There. Uh, I really like Tyrod. Just he plays it too safe for me. I wish he would uh, take some chances. And I think he's. I think him playing too safe is going to hurt them. And their offensive line is not the best either. So I think their run game might falter a tad bit, and I think that's going to hurt them on the offensive end. Uh, their defense, I think, is going to be solid. The question is, how their how is their offense going to be? And I think their offense is going to uh, falter a little bit. And the question is, where where is Justin Herbert? When does he go uh, get some playing time? When does, when when does he show up in the into the season, or or if he shows up at all, uh, is going to be a question. Uh, it's going to be something to see. Uh, the Chargers are going to be a weird team, though. I think eight and eight's a good spot for them. Their team they have a they have a really good roster. The question is, offensive line and quarterback, what does that ha- what does that do? And I think they're going to be okay, but not good enough to make it to the playoffs this season. So, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Super Bowl champs, uh, win the division at twelve and four. I think uh, I I just they didn't they didn't make any uh, they didn't really lose anybody and they didn't really gaining, but I think they're going to be the same as last year. Uh, the question is, can they get back to the Super Bowl? I think it's going to be a real question. Can they get back to the Super Bowl? Uh, and can their defense step up like they did in the playoffs last year? That's going to be the real question. Can their defense step up? And I think they will. I think they'll continue that success with from what they had in the playoff, in the playoff run last year. And I think they're going to apply that this year uh, into this season. And I think they're going to be 12-4. and four. I think they're going to be uh, a real. I think they're going to be a really good team. They're going to be one of the best teams in the league, and I think they'll be, they're going to be pushing for a Super Bowl again this year uh, before Patrick Mahomes' contract kicks in. Uh, so repeat the what to repeat the West. I have Denver at five and eleven, uh, the Raiders at seven to nine, the Chargers at eight and eight, and I have Kansas City at twelve and four. <clears throat> Uh, and so I'll tell you, I'll tell you my seating for the AFC, what I have right now. I have Baltimore getting the bye week. 
being the one seed getting the bye week in the playoffs. The two seed for the AFC, I have Kansas City. The three seed, I have Buffalo. The four seed, I have Indianapolis. The five seed, I have Cleveland. Uh, I have New England as the sixth seed. And I have Pitt as the seventh seed. So I'll repeat this when we get into the playoffs, but just giving you a head, like, what I have or what teams I have in the playoffs for the AFC. All right, so we're going to get into the NFC. Uh, we'll start with the NFC North. <coughs> and I have uh, Detroit coming in last place. I have them going 4-12. Uh, I just don't know where to put this team. Like They have a hard schedule this year. Uh, I, I can see them going 9-7. I think they're, they had the biggest floor to ceiling of anybody this season, uh, the Lions do. I think the question is if they're going to stay healthy. They had a lot of injuries last year. <coughs> and we're going to see how uh, Matt Patricia coaches and how good of a coach he actually is. And uh, we're going to see how good that defense is missing Darius Slay. I think that's going to hurt them a lot this year is – their defense. I know they added a lot of New England players, but it's one thing to play under Bill Belichick. It's another thing to play under uh, Matt Patricia uh, as a head coach instead of a defensive coordinator. So we're going to see how good that defense is. I think their defense is going to be okay. Nothing special though. <coughs> and my throat. Sorry, my throat's dry for all the coughing. My throat was a little bit dry. So. Uh, yeah, I think I really, I really like their offense. The question is, how well is their defense going to be? Their defense was atrocious last year, and I want to see I want to see how Matt Patricia is able to uh, rebuild that defense back up, especially losing your best player on defense and Darius Slay. And that's that's why I have them around four and twelve. Uh, they're gonna be one of those teams that is gonna surprise a lot of teams or. Or surprise a lot of people, or they're going to uh, disappoint a lot of people. <coughs> uh, so I have, uh, so that's why I have them going uh, four and twelve. So I have Minnesota at five and eleven this season. Uh, I was not happy what they did this off season. I did not like what they did at all. It was, uh, I, I don't. I did not like what they did. They traded Stephon Diggs. They didn't really improve the offensive line at all. <coughs> sorry for sorry for all the coughing. Uh, just, I, don't, I don't know why I'm, my throat still dropped. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't like what uh, Minnesota did this offseason. Uh, I, I just didn't like it. They didn't improve the offensive line. They didn't. Uh, they lost their best offensive weapon in Stephon Diggs. Uh, Dalvin Cook's having contracts, tra- contract issues. They're, they lost their second-best pass rusher in Everson Griffin. Uh, they lost a cornerback, which I think they got better uh, with, uh, I think, Cameron Dantzler uh, is who they picked up. And, yeah, I just, I really like, I really like uh, their young players, 
but inexperience doesn't win you games in this in the in the NFL. And they got a lot of inexperience. They got a lot of inexperience in the secondary, uh, and I think it's going to hurt them. And uh, I'm, uh, and I forgot they had uh, Yannick Ngakwe, but he's just getting into. Uh, he's just got there like a couple weeks ago, so he still has to get uh, acclimated to the uh, system and everything, and acclimated to the team. Uh, but I think they're. But I think where they're going to falter is their offense. I just don't see much from this offense at all. Uh, especially with Justin Jefferson being a rookie. Uh, him still in having to grow. Uh, their offensive line being atrocious. So I just don't see much from Minnesota this season. That's why I have them going 11, or four and, uh, 5 and 11. So I have Green Bay going 8 and 8. Uh, yeah, I just I didn't like what they did off season either. Like, I... Was they literally did not improve anywhere that they needed to improve at. They didn't get a, they didn't get a wide receiver. They didn't pick up any special defensive player. Uh, they just didn't do anything. They didn't. They uh, literally, literally just built for the future. And I'm just, uh, I didn't really like that, uh, like what they did there. And I think it's going to hurt them this year because when you stay the same. Uh, you usually regress, and they stayed the same. So I think they're going to regress, and they had a lot of uh, they had a lot of close games last year on an easy schedule, on an easier schedule, and then now they have a harder schedule since they won the division last year. Uh, and I think that's going to hurt them this year. I think uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be really solid for them uh, in the second year of Matt Lafleur system. The question is. Like, they didn't really improve at all. They stayed the same. And when you stay the same, uh, you usually regress. So, that's why I had them going 8-8 eight and eight, uh, eight and eight this year. Uh, and I have the Bears winning the NFC North. Uh, I don't care who's at quarterback for the Bears. The defense is phenomenal. And in the, in, in the NFC North, you need to win with defense. Uh, Green Bay was able to do it last year uh, with the Smiths. Smith Brothers, uh, and them able to get a lot of pass rushing, uh, pass rushing for them last year, and, uh, that was able to help, uh, propel Green Bay into a, uh, into a playoff run, uh, into, and, like, in, in every other team in the NFC North, you need a good defense to get you far, uh, to get you far into that division and get get you winning the division, uh, and the Bears have the best defense. Uh, I don't care. Like I said earlier, I don't care who's that quarterback, Mr. Biscay or Nick Foles. The defense is going to win them games, uh, and they need. And Nagy, I think the biggest question is though Nagy needs to improve uh, his play con a little bit. I think he falters at times. Uh, so I, there, there's a couple things I don't like. A, I, I I'm questioning about the Bears. The core, obviously the quarterback position, uh, Nagy's play calling, but everything else around the Bears, their skill positions, their defense, uh, is all really good to great. The question is Nagy, obviously the kicker situation, and the quarterback situation. And we've seen in 2018 
how well you can do with such a great defense. And I think they'll be very similar to that 2018 uh that 2018 team, so that's why I have them going 11 to 5. So the repeat, the repeat the NFC North. I have Detroit going 4 and 12, Minnesota going 5 and 11, Green Bay going 8 and 8, Chicago going 11 and 5. Uh, so we're gonna go to the South NFC South next. I have Atlanta at 7 to 9. Uh, I just think they're the offensive line is just not good enough uh, for me, and they got a lot of questions on defense whether they can stay healthy or not and that's why I have them going seven out there's nothing much to say negative about this team is more just offensive lines not the best and they can't stay healthy on the defensive side and that hurts them a lot and I think I think that's why they're going to go seven to nine I think they could have a very similar year to last year where they lose a lot early and then start winning at the end of the season uh, so I, so that's why I see them going like around seven to nine and everything, uh, seven to nine that area. So, uh, so the third team I have in the NFC South is Carolina. Uh, yeah, I have them going seven to nine as well. A lot of people are down on Carolina. I'm not. I really love Carolina and what they're able to do. Uh. And yeah, I just really, I really, I really like their, uh, I really like their improvements this year. I, I, I love. If you listen to this podcast, everybody knows how much I love Teddy, uh, Teddy B. So uh, I think he's going to be phenomenal for them. They got a great, uh, not great, but they got a really good young uh, skill position core. And then you got Christian McCaffrey, probably the best running back in the league. Yeah, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, uh, Robbie Anderson that they just added. So I think their offense is going to be fun to watch. It's going to be uh, they're going to be very similar. They're going to be the NFC version of uh, the Raiders. The question is their defense. I think their defense isn't going to be good, especially with the loss of Luke Heakley. So I just I just don't see much from their uh, defense, and I think that's why they're going to go seven and nine. So defense isn't going to be that good. Uh, and I think, uh, and I think it's going to hold them back this year. Is how bad their defense is. Uh, they got they got some young pieces. The question is, like, inexperience with them. How well is that? Or how how much are they going to? How much is that inexperience going to hurt them? I think it's going to hurt them a little bit, and it's going to hold them back. Like I said, to a seven to nine uh, record instead of making it into that seven spot in the uh, NFC. So, I have the Saints as the runners-up at 9-7. Uh, maybe a little bit low of a record, but this division's a hard division. And Drew Brees has regressed over the last two years a lot. And I just don't see much for him. And then there's questions about Alvin Kamara maybe getting traded. So, I just don't... Uh, I, I'm just not big on them. I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be... I think the Saints are going to be fine this year. I just don't really like where they are as a team and like the stuff in, and the dysfunction in the uh, locker room. I think it's going to hurt them. So we'll we'll see what they do. I'm just I'm just not big on them this year. I don't. I think they're going to be worse than they were last year. Uh, 
and I just don't see much of an improvement. I think they're going to regress a little bit because uh, the only improvement they did make was getting help to Michael Thomas on the wide receiving core, but that was about it. Everybody, uh, everything else, they kind of stood the same or got a little bit worse at. So that's why I think they're going to regress. I think they're going to make it to the playoffs. They're just going to uh, regress a little bit. Uh, and I have Tampa Bay win the South. Uh, I think they're going to go off to a slow start this season, especially with the pandemic. Them not be able to get into a rhythm uh, like they normally get uh, in a regular off season. So I think they're going. To, I think Tampa's going to start off slow and then pick it up as the season goes on. And I think that's going to propel them to a division win. Uh, and it's it's not really much to say yet. Tom Brady. Uh, their defense is the big issue. I think we know with Tampa by now. Uh, defense is the huge issue. The question is, uh, can does their inexperience on defense? Is their young secondary? It's not the it's not the whole defense. It's the secondary. Is the secondary going to improve? Is it going to mature and grow? Because the secondary is young. Yeah, you Sean Murphy, Button, you know, Carl, uh, Carlton Davis. You have Mike Edwards. All uh, going all at least a one to two year pro, so they got some inexperience there in the secondary. Uh, if their secondaries, honestly, you have Antoine Winfield who's a rookie this year, so they got their defenses or the secondary so inexperienced. I think it's going to hurt them in some games uh, with the high powered uh, offense. But yeah, look on Tampa's offense; they're high powered too. Tom Brady, uh, even though he's not the same Tom Brady. Uh, you still got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, uh, Cameron Bray. They got a lot of weapons on this offense, uh, and that's why I see them going nine and seven. I think they're gonna start off slow because of the pandemic, and I think they're gonna start picking it up as the season goes on. And I think they're gonna win the division at nine and seven. So, repeat the NFC South. I got Atlanta at 7-9, Carolina at 7-9. I got New Orleans at 9-7, and and I got Tampa Bay at 9-7. So, we'll move on to the NFC East. I got the Giants at 5-11. And and I think this comes with the territory, getting a new head coach in there. The offensive line still has issues. I really like the addition of uh, Andrew Thomas uh, at left tackle. I just think they're... Their defense is terrible. Their offensive lines completely uh it's it's worse than their defense, and their defense was one of the worst in the league last year. So uh I just think I think it's gonna hold them back. I don't think it'll have to do anything with the coaching. I don't think it will have to do anything with uh Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. I don't think it'll have to do with any of those three. I just think it just has to do with the talent they put on the field. And the talent on the defense is not that good. Uh, they got a good defensive line, and that's about it. They don't have really much else going for them. Their linebacking core is not the best. Their secondary is not the best. Uh, if you go on the offensive end, the receiving core is not the best. You really just got Sterling uh, Sterling Shepard there. Uh, Darius Slayton showed uh, some potential, but not enough to say that he's going to be a really good second receiver in this league. Uh, and their just offense isn't there. Their 
yet with the uh, weapons it needs. Uh, and I think Daniel Jones is going to be fine. Like I said earlier, I think Daniel Jones is going to be fine. I think Saquon is going to be fine. I think uh, I think Joel Judge, the head coach, I think is his name, is going to be fine. The question is, how well are the bad spots? And the bad, bad spots are pretty bad. How well are they going to play? And I think they're going to be pretty bad. So that's why I had them at 5-11. Um, so I watched them go in 6-10. Uh, I, I really like their defense. The question is the offense for me. Uh, Ron Rivera is going to bring something to that defense. I think their defense, there was one of the worst last year. Or it was around middle of the pack last year. To, to bottom of the league. I think it could be a top 10 defense this year. Especially with the addition of Chase Young. And uh, Ron Riviera. Uh, I I really like uh, the way Ron Riviera runs his defense. And I like the physicality he gets out of him. And, and I think Washington's going to have a great defense. The question is the offense. How is Dwayne Haskins going to improve? How is he going to grow into a player? And how are the uh, young weapons on the offensive side, how are they going to play? Uh and I and I think that's, I think that's why they're going to go six and ten. I think they're the weapons on the offensive side are going to hold them back a little bit, and I think it's going to uh, hurt them in the long run. But I think Washington's one of those teams, very similar to Denver and Cincinnati. I think they're they have potential in twenty twenty one, maybe twenty twenty two. But for now, I think uh, they still have some uh, rough spots to uh, smooth out. Uh, this season, and then see where they're at the next season. So, uh, Philadelphia going eight and eight, and I think their their problems are going to be the same problems as last year. Not a lot of weapons. He has some injuries. Uh, this off season, uh, I think with Jalen Rieger, who uh, I think got um, double checking here. Uh. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, uh, yeah, Jalen Rigger getting injured and stuff. So their, so their skill positions aren't going to be the best again. I think it's going to hurt them, especially with Dallas getting a lot better. Uh, so I see Philadelphia around eight and eight. I think they're going to be okay. Uh, they could sneak into the playoffs into one of those last spots there, and that's the really the peak I see them at is around the eight and eight area. Uh, and that's about it. Carson Wentz can only do so much for this team, and that's why uh, he's going to be very similar to Deshaun Watson. I think this team is probably like around a five and eleven team without Carson Wentz, or four and twelve team. I think Carson Wentz gets those extra four, extra five games for them. So, yeah, I just think he's Carson Wentz is phenomenal. He can only do so much though for a very poor built team around him. So, uh, so I have Dallas win the NFC East. Uh, I like uh, I, I like what they did this offseason. I like the addition of Mike McCarthy. Uh, I have them going thirteen and three. I have them having the best record in the league. Uh, spoilers for the West, but I think I just really like what Dallas does. They're the most complete team, and the addition of Everson Gris- Griffin helps out a lot. So I'm really, really, really like how much Dallas improved this offseason and also with the addition of CeeDee Lamb uh, Dallas is going to be fun to watch and it's going to 
uh, and we might get we might get the 1990s Dallas uh, back, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. And there's really nothing bad to say about them. They just the only thing you can say about them is can they not choke? And I don't think they will. I think they got a new head coach in there, so I don't think the choking is uh, it's going to be an issue this season. So uh, the recap the East. I have Giants going five and eleven, Washington going six and ten, Philadelphia going eight and eight, uh, and Dallas going thirteen and three. Uh, in the West, all right. So I'll go. Um, I'll go to the uh, uh, West. I have the Rams going seven to nine, and yes, yeah, I, I don't like where the Rams are at. I don't like their offensive line. Uh, they've lost some of their weapons on the offensive end, uh, especially with Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks. Uh, not, I was not impressed with Jared Goff. He gets a lot of yardage. He's very, but uh, I'm just not impressed the way uh, he plays at times. It reminds me of a less turnover-prone version of Jameis Winston. Uh, I just think he has a lot of issues that he needs to uh, get worked out. Uh, but they they definitely overpay for them. I think it's going to hurt them in the long run, uh, overpaying for golf like that. And their defense is going to be – I think the defense is going to be really good. Uh, the question is how well is their offense going to be, and I don't think their offense is going to be able to keep up uh, with the offenses in the West, and I I think it's going to hurt them uh, going into the season, and I think that's why they're going to go 7-9 to nine this season. So I have Arizona going eight and eight, uh, being that third team in the West. Uh, I really, I really love what they did this offseason. Going out getting DeAndre Hopkins, I think their offense is going to be fun to watch. Uh, it's going to be, a, I think, them, them, the Raiders, and Carolina are going to be the three most fun teams to watch with their offensive firepower. The question on all three teams is defense. And I think Arizona has the best firepower of all those teams. That's why I have them with a better record. But their defense, I think, is going to hold them back and uh, from getting to a ten-win record or maybe a maybe a division win. Uh, and I think their defense is just not there yet uh, for Arizona. So I have San Francisco going nine and seven. Uh, I was uh I think they're going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover a little bit. That's why I have them around 9-7. They didn't really get worse. They didn't really get better. They just kind of stayed the same. And like I said with the Green Bay, if you stay the same, you're going to regress. I have them regressing a lot uh, just because of the Super Bowl hangover. I think they're still going to make the playoffs. The question is uh, if they're getting a home game in the playoffs or not. I think it's going to be what's going to be in question this season. For San Francisco, but I really like the additions of Trent Williams. Uh, what they did in the draft, I thought was really good, and I am a and I'm a really big fan of uh, what what San Francisco is going to be able to do this season uh, if they don't have a Super Bowl hangover. But I think the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. And I think it's going to affect them a little bit this season. Uh, and then I have Seattle winning the division at 11 and five. Uh, and I think they're just going to be a really good team. You had Jamal Adams uh, to the team, and it's just going to 
and it's just going to boost that defense that was already uh, really good, and that was all really it was solid last year. And then you boost that defense, and yeah, and their problem uh, with Seattle last year was the secondary. It wasn't the best, and you had probably the best safety in the league, and it's going to be it's going to be an improvement. And then you still have Russell Wilson. You got these weapons. You got DK Metcalf progressing into his second year. Uh, the question for Seattle is the offensive line, but when you have somebody like Russell Wilson, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. So, I'm really, I was really, I'm really impressed what they did this off season, and I think they're going to win the division, uh, and be a very dominant team in this league this year. Uh, so that's why I have Seattle going 11 and five. So, recap the West. I have, uh. The Rams going seven and nine. I have Arizona going eight and eight. San Francisco going nine seven. I have Seattle going eleven and five. And uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to give you my MVPs of the year or my awards of the year, and then get into the playoffs. I'm back, and we'll uh, we're going to finish the season predictions up. Uh, I'm going to start with my yearly awards and who I think won MVP, uh, or who I think will win MVP and win the offense and defense rookie of the years and stuff. So, uh, the MVP, I have Dak Prescott. I have them having the best record in the league. So, I think they're going to, I think he's going to naturally win MVP. He's the quarterback of the team. So, I think Dak Prescott is going to uh, win MVP this year uh, and have a dominant year at that. Uh, offensive player of the year, I have Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to have some very similar numbers that the way he did last year, and even better numbers at that. Uh, being a second year into the offense, so I think he's going to have a dominant year when offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, I have Khalil Mack because for the Bears to make it to the playoffs, Khalil Mack has to be dominant. And Khalil Mack, from what I've seen this offseason, he looks hungry for a comeback year. Because he had a terrible year last year for Khalil Mack, uh, for his standards. So I think he's going to have a dominant year and win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year, I have Joe Burrow. Uh, I think he's going to be really good for Cincinnati, especially with the weapons they have on offense. So I think that's going to go together well with him. Uh, and I think Joe Burrow's going to win Rookie of the Year, uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year, I think Chase Young, without a doubt. Uh, I think he's going to get a lot of sack production, especially with how good that defense is uh, for Washington. And I think uh, he has a really bright future ahead of him. Uh, Probably has the highest upside uh, in this year's draft of anybody. So he's going to be, uh, uh, I I think he's going to win defense rookie of the year this year. Uh, and that's my season awards. MVP, my MVP prediction is Dak Prescott. Offensive Rookie of the Year is Lamar Jackson. Or offensive Player of the Year is Lamar Jackson. Defensive Player of the Year is Khalil Mack. Offensive Rookie of the Year is Joe Burrow. And Defensive Rookie of the Year is Chase Young. Uh, so we'll get into the playoffs. Uh... So in the NFC, Dallas is my one seed. Uh, the Bears are my two seed. Uh, Seattle is the three seed. Tampa is the four seed. 
New Orleans is the five seed. Uh, New Orleans is the five seed. Seattle or uh, San Francisco is the six seed, and Philadelphia is the seventh seed in the NFC. So the uh, so I'll start with the AFC and uh, the wild card. And the first wild card game I have Cleveland versus Indianapolis, the five and the four. And I have Indianapolis moving on, uh, beating Cleveland. Uh, and then I have Pitt versus Kansas City. And then I, ha- uh, I have Kansas City uh, winning that one. It, that would be the 7-2. and two. I have Kansas City taking, uh, taking care of Pitt in the wild card. Uh, Pittsburgh in the wild card. And uh, the last AFC wild card game, I have... New England taking on Buffalo, uh, the six and the three game, and I have Buffalo beating uh, the Patriots and moving on to the second round. Uh, in the NFC uh, wild card games, I have uh, the seven seed Philadelphia losing. To the two-seeded uh, Chicago, so Chicago's going to move on. Uh, then I have the three-seeded, uh, three-seeded Seattle Seahawks beating uh, the six-seed San Francisco 49ers and moving on. Uh, then I have Tam- the four-seed Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers beating the five-seeded New Orleans, giving New Orleans a second was that second one and done or third one and done for them. In a row uh, for New Orleans. Uh, so the division round matchups: I have Indianapolis at Baltimore, Buffalo at Kansas City. Uh, is the AFC matchups? The NFC matchups is Seattle at Chicago in the division round, and then Tampa at Dallas. So the first division round matchup: I have Indianapolis at Baltimore, and I have Baltimore. Uh, beating Indianapolis and moving on to the AFC Championship. And then I have Buffalo uh, lose. Uh, I have Kansas City beating Buffalo. And Kansas City moving on to AFC Championship to face Baltimore. Uh, on the NFC side, I have Seattle beating Chicago uh, at Soldier Field to move on to the NFC Championship. And then I have Dallas beating Tampa. Uh, to move on to the NFC Championship. So the AFC Championship. My prediction for the AFC Championship. Is Kansas City at Baltimore. And then Seattle at Dallas. And I have Baltimore beating Kansas City. To move on to the Super Bowl. And I have Dallas. Or not, Seattle beating Dallas. To move on to the Super Bowl. So my Super Bowl prediction is Baltimore versus Seattle and I have Baltimore winning the Super Bowl uh, this year. I think Baltimore is going to have a great year. I think they're going to have a bounce back year and I think they've learned a lot from losing uh, to Tennessee last year and I don't think they're going and I think they're going to take that loss from last year in the playoffs and turn it into a phenomenal run this uh, phenomenal run this year in this year's playoffs. So, thank you all for uh, listening uh, uh, listening to me uh, for, over, for almost an hour. 
So uh, thank you all. Thank anyone who listens to this. Uh, Houston will get his predictions out, uh, his season predictions out tomorrow, and then me and him will meet up either Wednesday or Thursday morning to do to do the week one predictions for this week. So uh, thanks again for er- for everyone who listens to this. Uh, like, comment, uh, crit- uh, not uh, some criticisms always nice. Uh, if you have some criticisms or some critiques, uh, just let us, uh, let us know in the comment, uh, comment section on uh, whatever app you watch or listen to this on. And uh, just thank, uh, thank you all again for listening. Uh, bye.